All right. <clears throat> We're having a little bit of technical difficulty this morning. Hopefully we got a backup plan. Uh, for those of you who are remotely tuned in, hopefully we'll be able to get you connected. I, uh, I want to uh, give a disclaimer before I get started this morning. Uh, what I'm going to touch on this morning is probably pretty controversial. But <clears throat> when God lays something on your heart and you're in the role that He's placed me in, I have to share it. And I don't apologize for it. I'll, I'll put that out there too. I don't apologize for it. But the scripture that we're going to, I'm going to touch on several scriptures this morning. But uh, the main one we're going to be in is Ephesians 6. I'm, gonna, I'm, not through with, I'm not through with Genesis. So I do want to go back and cover that covenant that we talked about. Uh, but this, this has really been on my heart this week. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, I've told you before that uh, you, get the, you get the sermons that God gives me and has to deal with me on. And this is one of them. This is one of them. And uh, I hope that uh, I ask that you remain open and I ask that when, when I get done with this, if you feel like you don't agree with it, you go back and check me. And uh, and see, but I think you'll come to find that I'm pretty spot on. We these scriptures, I it wasn't very long ago. In the middle of this pandemic, on the first round, that I touched on these. That I touched on these, and I I firmly believe that that this is a good time to revisit. And be reminded of what God has told us in His Word. What God has told us in His Word. The first thing I want to, I want to point out to you. Well, let's bow our heads for prayer. I, I'm, I'm off to you. Can you tell I'm excited? Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning thankful that you've given us your Word. Thankfully, Father, that we're, we're so grateful that, that you've given us a place to go to to read and study and dig out how you feel about the circumstances in which we live in. Lord, you've given us a blueprint of how, how to deal with the issues of our lives that are going on round about us. And I pray this morning that if, if our people get nothing else out of this scripture, Lord, that you shake them and you wake them to go dig in your word and look for what you have to say about the issues of their life. I lift up each and every one of our prayer requests, Lord. You know what they are. You know their need. Father, you are the healer of all healers. You are the protector of all protectors. You provide when there seems to be nothing out there for us. I ask and plead the blood of Jesus over this church and over this church family, Father, that you would protect us, 
You would guide us and direct us, and you would keep us until that time in which you call us home. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Are we good? We're good. First of all, in 2 Timothy, in 2 Timothy, verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 7, let me remind you again, it says, <clears throat> For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of, pow of power and of love and of a sound mind. I want you to understand this morning, I don't think anybody has to convince you that Satan is the ruler of this world. Amen? Amen? Satan is the ruler of this world. And as we draw nearer and nearer to the return of Christ, the things that you see going on around about you are only going to get worse. Yes, we can still have great revivals. But as, as God's hand is pulled back, in order for the return to come, this world is going to get worse. And Satan is the ruler of this world. And what does the Bible say about Satan? In 2 Corinthians, let me find it. Look. And no wonder for Satan himself transforms himself into the angel of light. Therefore it, is not a, uh, therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. He comes in forms that look so appealing. And I want you to understand here this morning that he is using these circumstances that we're living in with this pandemic. He's using them. And he's using them to deceive men and women of God. Amen. And to, to, to administer fear and, and, and drive people to, 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 to turn and loose of what they know is right and that is getting a hold of the Word of God and standing on it and behaving like what God has told us to behave. Now, let me give you another disclaimer. I absolutely am not discrediting this sickness. It is real. It is 100% real. It is serious. It is, it is real. But... My Bible tells me he, he is able to protect me from it. And Satan is using this, and the world is using this to, to, to force things on people, whether it be mandates of all sorts. And, and it's forcing people, or it's scaring people into, be, into trusting in man Versus trusting in God. And God's people need to wake up. Need to wake up. Gird themselves with the truth that we're talk, fixing to talk about here in this morning. And be what God's called us to be. And, and, and have faith.
faith in him to protect us. But Satan is running rampant in our workplaces, in our governments, in everything around us trying to squeeze God's people and force them to do something in, in many different ways that we don't stand for and we know are not right. And as we draw nearer and nearer and nearer to the end, let me tell you something, folks, it's only going to get worse. Now, I know this is, not, this is not a popular message. But again, I don't care. I have a responsibility. I have a responsibility to rightly divide the word of truth, and that's what I plan to do. He did not create us in a spirit of fear. But what did it say? Of a sound mind and love. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Power that comes from what? Our faith in God. Our faith in Him. Knowing that He is our deliverer. Will somebody turn the air down. I'm going to start sweating. But power and love and of a sound mind. What is lacking right now in our society? A sound mind. Why is a sound mind lacking in our society? Because for the most part, people are separated from God. They're separated from God and His truth. Now, Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. I want to pick up in verse 10. Ephesians 6 verse 10. The whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The wiles of the devil. The wiles of the devil are running rampant right now. This world is full of Satanism in one form or another. And it's Satan who is using the circumstances in which we live in today to put pressure on the church. And, and God's people are going to have to get some gumption, for lack of a better term, read their Bible and find out what the truth is and stand on it and demand to stand on it. Because I'm here to tell you this morning, it's not going to get easier. It's not going to get easier. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Do we believe that God has all power? Will we say we do? Do we live like it? He has all power. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
He didn't say there that you can put on one or two pieces and make it, did he? He didn't say that you could just, you could just grab hold of one of these things that, that he's going to offer up and that, that it'll be enough. No, he said the whole armor of God. I'm telling you that, that, that God has, has kept you here on this earth for this time, for this reason. For this reason. You say, well, f well Pastor, I, I don't know if I got, got what it takes. I'm going to tell you something. If you didn't, he wouldn't have you. But you need to dig down deep. You need to get in your prayer closet and you need to live in your Bible. Turn the television off and the crap that's, I'm sorry, the crap that's coming through it because it's all trash. Turn the news off and open up the Word of God. That's how we put on the whole armor of God. And I'm going to tell you something I can't impress on you here enough this morning how important it is that we have the whole armor of God to be able to live in the time that we're living in. You hadn't seen nothing yet. And you come back and tell me that you, I was right because I don't ever get that very much. I'm telling you, it's coming. Verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. If you didn't understand that, it's all a spiritual war. This is a spiritual battleground that we're living in in these days. Completely. It's not about... Republican or Democrat or this president or th that president. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. I don't put my faith in a Republican or a Democrat. I put my faith in Jesus. Jesus is who's going to see me through the other side. Not them. But this is a spiritual battle that we're living in today and it is raging amongst, uh, amongst this world and it's got Christians and Christians in disarray. It, it's, it's got Christians running, grabbing hold of anything they can get a hold of in fear. Get a hold of the Word. Get a hold of Jesus who saved you by the blood on Calvary. That's going to who see us through. I'm telling you, it amazes me. It amazes me at how we are acting. I'm putting myself in there. I done told you I done got this sermon once over the past two weeks. Well, not once, but I mean, I, I've gotten it. I've got a spanking pretty good over the last couple of weeks over this. Because I was, I was just like everybody. I was just about to give in on some issues. I was just about to crave and I mean uh, cave. Thank you. I got so much I want to say this morning. I can't contain myself. I was there. Ask my wife. But I was rem the Holy Spirit reminded me very quickly and took me to the Word. And, and it just started just 
I mean, it was just sickening how faithless I had been. How what I knew I had forgotten or how I had chose not to pay attention to. I'm telling you folks, the days in which we live, we cannot afford to stray from what we know. And when, and when the new circumstance comes up and the new thing comes up, you better go dig it out of your Bible. Because there's not one issue of life, not one circumstance that hasn't been covered somewhere between Genesis 1 and Revelation 15. Or whatever the last chapter in Revelation is. It's all been covered. He didn't leave anything out. But, but we want to come up with the excuse of, well, this is something we had never faced before. Sin is sin. It all boils down to right and wrong. Sin is sin. Period. Wake up. That's what I had to be told. Wake up. Verse 13. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Well, I think we live in a pretty evil day. I think we live in a pretty evil day. And he tells us right, he gives us a prescription. We didn't have to call a doctor or go to the pharmacy. He gave us a free prescription right here of how to deal with tough times. And again, he says, take up the whole armor, the entire, all of it. Not bits and pieces of it. It's not enough. You've got to have the whole thing. Stand therefore in 14, having girded yourself with the way, your waist with truth. Where do we get truth? Anybody doesn't have one of these, I'll be glad to buy you one. It's Holy Bible. It's the only thing you can believe. We, we, are, been, we are being fed so much misinformation and, and so many different kinds of information from all places around us that it, have you not at some point been I don't, I don't know what to believe I have what well, on my part that was an irresponsible statement because I do know what to believe I do know what to believe I know that without a shadow of a doubt I can believe the word of God you can too it says gird your waist with truth that means you can't gird your waist with truth if, if you don't read it until you come to church on Sunday with me. You have got to get a diet of it. It's got to become like a buffet line. You need to wear the pages of your Bible out. You say, well, I have trouble understanding it. I'm going to tell you something, just keep reading it. Just keep reading it. Because it's before you know it, God is going to do something and enlighten your understanding and it's going to jump off of there and you're just going to be like, wow, 
why I've never seen that before. Keep reading it. Keep eating it. Keep feeding on it. It's the only truth that we have. It is the absolute only truth that we can believe. I don't, you can't believe Newsmax. You can't believe Fox. You can't believe CNN. You can't believe your workplace. You can't believe your neighbor. You can't believe the mayor in Athens, Texas. You can't believe the Bible. That's, it'll never lie to you. It'll never lie to you. But he said, gird your waist with truth. But see, we're in this, we're in this lull because we've had years of, of, well, maybe not, but for years we've gone from Sunday to Sunday, or from Sunday to Wednesday, from Wednesday to Sunday, from Sunday to Wednesday, from Wednesday to Sunday, that's the only time where we open up truth. The rest of the time we call ourselves too busy. We don't have enough time. Well, I'm going to tell you something, people. You better make time. You better make time. Because it's Serious. It's serious. It's serious. It's serious. It's only going to get more serious. Girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. How can you put on the breastplate of breastplate of righteousness if you don't know the truth? If you're not living by the truth. If you're not bathing yourself in the word of truth. If you know the truth, then you, then you can, by, by the, your saving grace of, of Jesus, you can live righteous. And make righteous decisions. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shod your feet. Walk in peace. We're calling for an uprising. Not calling for that at all. But shod your feet with the gospel of peace. How did Jesus walk peacefully? Through all that persecution. But what did he not do? He didn't give an inch, did he? Even to the cross, he never compromised God. And he peacefully marched right up to the cross. I want you to understand something this morning. It's not going to be easy getting out of here. It's not going to be comfortable. God never told us that once He saved us, we was just going to get to cruise until He took us home. It's 
going to be rough. And you need to get it in your mind right now that you are going to have to be able to take a stand and decide that you're going you're gonna to serve God or you're going to serve man. We're rapidly approaching that day. For the first time in America, you're fixing to see Christians persecuted for their faith. And He kept you here for it. He kept me here for it. There's a reason. I just don't think I got... Let me tell you something. If you cling to Him and you draw near to Him, you'll have enough faith. You'll have enough faith. You're, you're fixing to see in America where men and women have to choose against a, whether to, to, to keep a job to make a living based on a biblical uh, principle or not. You're fixing to see it. I know. I bet I'm getting all kinds of... Already on Facebook, I bet I'm already getting all kinds of nasty grounds. That's okay. That's okay. The, the gospel will not return to him void. The Bible says that. And the truth was meant to hurt. It was meant to shake you and rattle you and wake you up. And that's what I'm trying to do here this morning. Is wake God's people up. The God I serve doesn't sleep or slumber. But yet, we want to doubt Him. We want to doubt Him. Put on the whole armor of God. Now I'm fixing to get real, I'm going to get on something real sensitive. That's the vaccine. Now, it's a choice that you need to make between you and God. But I, 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 want, to, I want to point something out here this morning. All three vaccines have been developed with aborted fetuses and, and have them in the vaccine, the cells. Does God condone abortion? No. Well, if God doesn't approve of abortion, how in the world would we believe as Christians that He would approve or bless a vaccine that is made from them? It doesn't add up to me. I'm for vaccines. Take a flu shot every year. I've taken plenty of vaccines. I'm all for vaccines. All for them. And I have stayed away from this subject and tried not to address it, but I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. If the vaccines are developed and have aborted fetal cells in them, and God hates abortion, how in the world 
Would we consider those vaccines anything other than poison? Amen. Now, they want to develop a vaccine that works. It's not of aborted fetal cells. I'll go get in line. But I'm telling you people, this is exactly what I'm talking about. God's people need to pay attention. God's people need to pay attention to what's going on. I have, I have researched and looked at this, and I have done everything in my human power not to get up here and address this like this. You can ask my wife. But I can't. Truth is the truth. God's Word is God's Word. Now, let me, let, let, let's, let's just touch on this just a minute. Psalms. If I have Psalm. One thirty nine. Psalms one thirty nine. Now we know from what we've read in the Bible about how God feels about children, do we not? And if we believe God is sovereign, we know that He is in complete control. Amen. Psalms 139, verse 13. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's wound. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Jeremiah. One five. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. What's the world want to tell us about, about babies in the womb? That they're not really human, right? They're not really a creation until they're born. What's the word of truth say? What's the word of truth say? Psalms, again. 127. Psalms 127. Verse 3. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are children of one's youth. You think God doesn't hold dear to children? Whether outside crawling or inside kicking, He holds them dear. Psalms 22, 
verse 10. I cast upon you from birth, from my mother's womb, you have been my God. From my mother's womb. Isaiah. Forty-nine, verse fifteen, says this: Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they forget. Yet I will not forget you. God knows each and every creation that He has spoken into being. So from what I read in the word of truth, abortion is against God's principles. And I can't put something in my body that I know was developed from something that goes against God. Now, I understand because I've, I've had it. Well, Pastor, I, I did not realize and, 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 and I've already taken it. God can cleanse you from it. You, it God, can, you, God can cleanse you from it and there be nothing happen. But what I'm here to, to, today to, to, to try to wake people up and, and, and look at this stuff because the world has said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this pandemic's going to kill you. You've got to take this vaccine. And it's poison. Again, they want to develop a vaccine that isn't from aborted fetuses. I'll get in line. It's ethical. And doesn't go against God's word. There's nothing wrong with vaccines. God created us to... to be smart and develop stuff that are for the good of humanity. But I'm here to tell you what's going on right now is a crime against humanity. And, and I want God's people to wake up and be, and be vigilant and be paying attention to what the world is trying to do and trying to scare you and trying to, to sabotage you into doing something that you wouldn't do in your right mind. So, well, what am I to do? Put on the whole armor of God and depend on Him for your provision. What does the Bible say? says our days are numbered he knows the number of our days if we trust in God and, and we believe everything that God says then do we not believe that God knows from the day he brought us here to the day he's going to take us home and that there ain't nothing that anybody any vaccine any any pandemic 
can do to take us out before that day because God ordained it. Your timeline is fixed. It has been fixed. It has always been fixed. And it cannot be changed by a pandemic or a vaccine. Quit walking in fear. You say, Pastor, my job's fixing to force me to take it. Well, mine may be too. And I can't tell you what to do. But I'll be glad to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. It cost me my job. Say, well, Pastor, what are we going to do if they uh, mandate this thing all the way across? I don't know. I'll cross that bridge when we get there. But until then, I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to seek guidance from my Heavenly Father who I know has declared that He has good in store for me. And if, if that good, if that good means me going to prison or going home, it's good. You say, well, you're saying some awful controversial things here that's not... I, I, t I tried to warn you before I got started. I don't think it's controversial at all. Because I can't find anything of what I've read from you this morning that contradicts anything I've said. What's controversial is that we got men, we got men who call themselves men of God and pastors that won't stand up and do what I'm doing here this morning. That's what's controversial. And they'll have to answer for it. We got people who, who claim to be looking out for the greater good of humanity who are serving Satan. They are just a tool of Satan because they're separated from God and they're lost as a goose. Bible tells us about these days. Sheep and wolves clothing. You think this is bad now? You be Can you imagine what's going to be like after the rapture? I know. Talk to me. I hear you. This ain't nothing. Thank God we're saved and we're going to be plucked up out of here. so grateful I can't even see straight. Because I'm going to tell you something, this is a mess. This is a mess. Wake up. Wake up. Our God does not sleep. He does not slumber. Why are we thinking that He's, that, that he's not in complete control now and that, he, that, that, that He's just going to let us all be sick? I'm not saying we're not going to get sick. we got two that are sick right now. They're very sick. It's real. It's real. I had it. Not this form, but I had it before. It's real, and it, and it, and it affects people different ways. It's super serious. 
still don't, it's not a cause for being scared. It's still not a reason not to trust God. Because like I told you a while ago, your timeline is fixed. I don't care how many vaccines you take. If you hit that end of that timeline, you're gone. Period. Hold fast to the word of truth. Turn the world off around you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and the things of Him. Oh, I hope hope this reaches a million people. Again, I'm not telling you what decision to make. I'm trying to lay out truth to you. I'm trying to lay out truth to you. Ultimately, the decision that you have to make is between you and God. And only you can do that. And I'm not going to love you any less for, for whatever decision you make. I'm simply telling you that what's been laid on my heart. I'm going to depend on Him. I'm going to depend on Him to see me through. I'm going to depend on Him to give me my walk daily when I go out in the middle of all this mess. I'm going to depend on Him when the persecution comes to, to, to see me through. And, and, and maybe y'all bring me some food down there to the jail. I don't know, but I'm going to depend on Him. I'm not going to depend on the man of this world, doctors of this world. Yes, I go to doctors. Yes, I believe in doctors. Absolutely. But what I'm telling you here this morning is, is you've got to have, you, you've got to spiritually discern what's going on. And understand, come to grips with the day and age in which we live. The day and age in which we live. Times like we've never heard of or imagined. It's something like something out of a sci-fi movie. Isn't it? It's something, we're living in a day and age, it looks like something Hollywood created. But fear not. The God we serve is still in complete control. Complete control. And as much as the world tries to distract me, tries to distract me and get my attention somewhere else and off of Him, ain't going to work. You know, what's, you, you know what's so nice about that Holy Spirit living inside of you? When you start getting weak and falling off over on the side, He comes along and He... Hey, straighten up. Wake up. Sober up. Put on the whole armor of God so that we can withstand the wiles of the devil. Please continue to lift up each other in prayer.
You know, when you stand up here and you preach against Satan, that only, that only means more darts are coming. That's okay. Many are called, but few are chosen. And if you're chosen, He can make you withstand the darts. He can give you the power and courage to withstand the darts. And I want you to understand here this morning, when you take these stands on the Word of God, in the day and age in which we're living, darts are coming. Fear not. Fear not. Because the God you serve does not sleep or slumber. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you for your truth. The gift of your word. Father, I pray, plead the blood of Jesus over this church, those that couldn't be here this morning, that are listening remotely. I pray that you would give them the strength, the courage, and the faith to stand strong on your truth. Father, you do not, you do not sleep or slumber. You know our days from beginning to end. And you did not create us in a spirit of fear. But of love and a sound mind. Give us sound minds, Father. Give us sound minds in order that we might discern by the Holy Spirit what's going on round about us. Protect us. Guide us, lead us, and direct us until the day in which you return. In your name I pray. Amen.